Leave a message, bitch. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't leave a message in 2022? All right, so I do have the recording going, and it sounds like it's picking us up very good. So I think I'll just leave it at that. Picking us up like a couple of fine honeys. Like fine honeys. You know where you don't find fine honeys, Donald? Wisconsin. Oh, God <laughs> damn. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, I was going to actually say in Ireland. In Ireland, specifically on the island of. Inishri, which is not the island of Inishri, but it sounds like the island of Inishri. But I think it's supposed to be based on it, right? It's the island of Inishirin in the movie. Correct. Uh, today we're talking about the Banshees of Inishirin. The Banshees of Inishirin. Um, which is uh, self-described, apparently, as a dramatic comedy. Yeah! <laughs> to various degrees. To various degrees. To various, various degrees. It's a very good movie. I enjoy it. It's a very good movie. It's a fantastically acted movie. Uh, well cast. I am surprised that is your first evaluative statement on the movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a bad comedy. Of the two that we're recording today. Oh, I like Weird more. Oh, I like this one more. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, like, I enjoyed them both. I enjoyed them yes. both. Yes. Yes. And I say both have much to be desired. But I actually, this one simmered well with me. Yeah? Yeah. In the in the following in the following hours, okay. Yes. So let's go ahead and give a brief, brief like thoughts on the movie, right? Yeah. So, um, the, the synopsis on its own is kind of very like meh. And honestly, I'm glad they have names written on the synopsis. Yeah, we have Padraic. 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 I, I would not have guessed that this is how you spell these names. Fuck. And yeah. Cole? Cole. Goddamn. So they're, they're, they're like drinking buddies, right? That's, yeah. And then from one day to the next, like, Cole is like, nah, Fuck you. I don't want to be your fucking friend anymore. Yeah. Which is fine. I kind of wish we would have gotten at least one initial scene of, like, what their day is like. Yes. To then the next day be like, oh. And I think man. that choice had to have been very intentional. For sure. Yeah, I think there's something very intentional about starting the story where where we did. For those for those curious, so on a remote island, the coast of Ireland, uh, Roderick, Roderick? Roderick, I guess. Yeah, is devastated when his buddy Colm uh, suddenly puts an end to their lifelong friendship with help from his sister with a troubled young islander. Uh, Roderick is set to repair the damaged relationship by any means necessary. However, as Colm's resolve only strengthens, he soon delivers an ultimatum. That leads to shocking consequences. Yes. Um. So a couple of things in this movie that I think were the way that how do I explain? So the way the movie is is very simple. Yeah, it's a very simple movie. Yeah, right. A very simple plot. Guys are friends. Not one of them does not want to be friends anymore. And the other one doesn't know why. Uh, other guy doesn't know why, and is kind of like trying to figure it out. Yeah. And then shit goes off the rails. Yeah. Uh. I do think this movie goes from zero to sixty way too fast. Yes, and are you talking about the consequences? Consequences specifically, or are you talking? About I don't even. Ta- I'm not even talking about like the final consequences. I'm talking about like his ultimatums, mm. right? So yeah. Colm Colm does say like, "Hey, listen, man, like I don't want to be your friend anymore." Uh, <laughs> yeah. The 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 reasoning behind why he doesn't want to be friends with him is like the pettiest shit. The pettiest shit, which actually, I have I have questions for you later. 
Sure. The pettiest shit that I can somewhat sympathize with. I sympathize with both these characters. Fair. Yes. In fact, I'm kind of like... I'm kind of ashamed that I can sympathize with them so equally. Because, like, objectively, one is much worse than the other. But, like, I can kind of sympathize with both. I'm curious as to to hear as to which one you think is worse. Yeah. So, who do you think is more relatable then? Who's more relatable or who do I think is worse? Well, who do you think is worse? Yes. No question. Okay, okay. No question. I was I was kind of getting worried. Yeah. And in fact, are we uh can we get into spoilers yet or no? This movie there's <laughs> Is there really anything to spoil? So, I mean, the ultimatum uh that that Colin gives. He's like, "Don't fucking talk to me. Uh next time you fucking talk to me, I'm gonna chop off a finger." And, like, it's in the universe of the movie, you're like, oh, like, in the, in the universe of the movie, the characters are like, oh, like, he's not serious. Well, the, the characters think he's, like, kind of serious in terms of, like, don't fucking talk to me. But, like, they are, all, they are all still shocked when he chops off a finger. He actually ends up chopping off five fingers. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think one of, actually, the biggest flaws with me about this movie is that he still garners as much sympathy from the local town after that uh that he does because like why does he why did he cut, cut off the friendship i guess we should have started with there he wants to focus on his music right which yeah i guess i don't know this is this is the equivalent of someone ending a relationship because they want to focus on their career yeah but like that seems a little bit more understandable when you're young yeah this man is old yeah, so I think the ages are the ages are interesting. I think it's another factor is that they've kind of lived in the same because it's an isolated island, right? Yeah, uh, from the looks of yeah. it, like yeah, there's a ferry that brings people in and out of town. Yeah, um, but it seems like everybody knows everybody in this. I mean, everybody knows everybody. You are, are being very generous calling this a town. Yeah, everybody. This is this is a remote hamlet. <laughs> yeah everybody knows everybody um people here are pretty much lifers right like you, you pretty yeah. much live and die in this town with the exception of Calm's sister um, yeah who, who um, gets to escape gets right? to leave and you know what i so i agree that this is like you know i think his equivalent one of the things that i found most interesting about his movie is i think i can draw a lot of equivalence to his to his decision to cut Calm, uh to cut uh Padraig out of his life excuse me um, I'm positive that's not how the movie pronounced it, but that's what that's what I'll say. Podrick. Sure. Let's call him Podrick. Let's call him Colin Sir, Sir Podrick Payne, yes. So Mad Eye Moody cutting <laughs> Colin, cutting the penguin out of his life is actually something something I think you can draw multiple parallels to. Um but I think part of what makes it interesting is that like like you said, like that's kind of usually like an early in life decision of like breaking off a relationship because of work. But I feel like Part of this being in like a small town that people much live and die in just mm-hmm. kind of like exacerbates or elongates that process. Like, like if you've been stuck in one place, you're like, oh fuck, like I suppose I'm stuck, right? And you're like seventies, dude. Old laying down roots has some consequences, <laughs> man. Old people can be petty as shit. I guess old, old people can be petty as shit. Especially when they've been like old and with other old people for years. <laughs> yeah. So like, all right. So 
he he wants to play the fiddle. He wants right? to play the fiddle. And I I'm guessing his reasoning why he's so like dead set on doing this, like we're doing this now. Yeah. Is he's probably feeling like he's not gonna make it too long. Yeah. But which... like reasonably speaking, how long do you have to be at it? You can't go to the pub and have a drink with your mate at two PM. Well that's the thing. I think that's right? where some I think that's where some background knowledge of like what the relationship was like beforehand would be helpful. Like were they were they getting to the pub at two and closing the bitch down every day? Yeah. Were they doing other things? Like it sounds almost like it because at a, a few points in the movie, uh Podrick's sister was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, it's 5 p.m. Yeah. And the crazy old witch from town is coming to talk. Yeah. And you're like, well, how long? Because, like, they make it very clear, like, 2 p.m. is when they're going to the pub. Correct. Right? Like, it, it shows up multiple times. Yeah. Um, and that's not unrealistic to me to be like, oh, you can then go and do something else. Mm-hmm. After you go have a few drinks, like when you say do something else, you mean like cultivate a hobby? Like, let's say his hobby is is you know he wants to make his yeah. his music and and he wants to write some yeah. sort of work of art, right? Something yeah. he wants to leave a legacy. Right? That's that's what he says. Yeah, he wants to leave something. He says, well, "I feel like I'm gonna die." Right. Uh, all these people, uh, you know, you may not know who they are, but you know their music. Right? Yeah, yeah. He mentions uh, Mozart and yeah. Beethoven and. Patrick does have some pretty funny lines where he's like, who the fuck are those people? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but, like, you can still... I think it's it's a... It, it it fails in that sense that, like, you don't know it. Maybe he tried putting boundaries with mm-hmm. Patrick before, and he just was not getting the hint because he yeah. has that kind of dense. Uh, because now it just sounds like he's just kind of an asshole. So... This is where, I think this is a big part of where I sympathize with Podrick. And I think, like, a big, my biggest flaw in the movie. By the way, I give this movie three and a half out of five, like, in general. I think that's my review. Um, I think one of the biggest flaws is that, to me, there was a very pivotal hint that, like, the movie does recognize that Colin is stupid. I mean, besides his, like, self-mutilation. But like, calm. Calm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But like, a lot of people in the town don't seem to like recognize him as such. Like he comes, like he takes on students in the town. Mm-hmm. Like people listen to his music, and like I don't know if I was like one of the locals and I saw that like, a he just did this to Podrick, and then b also like he cut off his finger. I'd be like, nah, bitch. Like you, you crazy. Like right? this is a a person who has some severe. I don't know if it's like a mental like. Well, here's the thing. He is illness. He is a dumb, ambitious white man. That's, <laughs> that's what he is. A dumb, ambitious white man. And like, I this is what I actually find most interesting about the movie. It's it's a line where hmm. Colin Farrell's sister Carrie, the actress Carrie Condon, Shaban. Oh yeah, Shaban. Shaban. I thought it was Shavon. So thank God for these. Uh, Thank God for these spellings. Irish people. Fucking Irish people. Irish man. people this is not need English. subtitles. This is why they weren't considered white when they were <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Cancel, cancel. Um, so she like she's defending her brother while still balancing the fact that she's like, all right, leave him alone. Like, uh, but she's defending her brother when like she's pulling him out of the pub and there's that Mozart talk, and then she corrects. She corrects Colin, and then she's like, "By the way, Mozart wasn't seventeenth uh, century; he was sixteenth century." Yes. Right. So we get a little hint there that, like, oh, Colin is very pretentious, right? Like, oh maybe, yeah, he may be talented, but he's like small town talent. Um, I don't know if it confirms. Well, I guess one of the so one of his students must be from the mainland if that's where his dad got, uh, where his mom got him from the red. <laughs> um, but like. He's not as he's not as smart as he thinks he is, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's, um, particularly like in men who often stay in their same social environment mm-hmm. and just like never move and never change. I feel like there's a very real tendency for them to get like small town syndrome and think they're much bigger for their britches than they actually are. Probably right, and they would do some like so- sort of stupid shit, or they would play like a victim, like woe to me, mm-hmm. woe to me mentality. Um, so like, yes, I think calm is definitely stupid and like the zero to 60 definitely happens a little too fast. Um, but I, I, I feel like I very much see that type in like a lot of, in a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I feel really bad necessarily saying like. Oh, you know, just humor mm-hmm. Padrick mm-hmm. and, you know, hang out with him. Because, but, like, sometimes... more than I thought he would. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, we've, we've all had friends who you're sometimes like, hey, you know, like, maybe I don't want to hang out with you well, all this the fucking time. Sim- this we're about to sympathize with Colin later, but you keep talking. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes you're like... Yeah. Sometimes you just need a little a little space. Yeah. Right? And I guess it is harder when you're in a in a place like this island, right? Yeah. Like when you when I was watching the movie, I was like, there's no there's nothing to fucking do. Yeah. There literally is nothing to do but go to the pub, drink, and then maybe write some songs. So I I just Googled Iron Shotlands. And like things that start with Inish something, so it's not it's not just the one famous Isle of Inishry. There's there's multiple islands that start with Inish something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like that. I, I don't know to what extent that island was influential, but there is a very famous poem called the Lake Isle of Inishry mm-hmm. that just talks about the dude that's gonna like, you know, go off to an island. He's gonna have a little beehive. He's gonna eat some honey. He's gonna be like alone and enjoy and enjoy his island, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you know that that poem very much like glamorizes you know solitude and like the benefits of the benefits of being out by yourself right sure. but the fact of the matter is that like um loneliness or like solitude like like we were still social creatures mm-hmm. and like um sometimes when you're around limited people like friends are <laughs> friends are slim pickings yeah and you kind of have to deal with like the hands that you're that you're dealt and those hands may not be <laughs> Speaking of hands that are dealt, let's talk about Dominic. Let's talk about Dominic. Let's talk about Dominic. Talk about the Joker. So Dominic, played by uh, Barry Keegan, Keegan, 
Um, which, by the way, if I ever saw that name, I would never be like, yes, Keegan. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he he's the Joker. Yeah. His character is the weirdest, like, how, how, how do I, it's not kind of a distance, but, like, I'm having a hard time, like, picturing this as, like, a real person in a world. Yeah. Because he acts like a small child. But he's he's like a man in his thirties. So there, right? There's okay. So there's um, I saw one reviewer refer to him as like the town idiot. I saw one reviewer refer to him as like the town simpleton. And once I heard of that, I was like, oh, but is he supposed to be? So I don't know. And I think back then, okay, so like um, I don't know if Mexican culture has this, but in Greek culture, especially if you're from the villages, um, you have something called a paratsukli. Uh, mm-hmm. which is basically like a nickname that's given to your family as like the last name. So if I were to go back to the village, um, oh, I forget my, yeah. So, my, so if I were to go back to my village, I'd be like, oh, I'm this person's mm-hmm. grandson. They'd be like, who? And I'd use her nickname. I'd say like, you know, Yoria Lakana. Like Lakana was my, my dad's mom's nickname. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, that's what you fucking learned, right? And like some of these stories, like about how these people got these nicknames, <laughs> Are the most simpleton shit. Would you like to hear too? Sure. So, Lakana just means like shitty vegetable. And like how they get that name, because her ancestor was fucking poor, said he would just eat like shitty vegetables all the time. Oh, I know. So they named him Lakana. Like, and then there was another one in a family whose last name is Kandalepas. Um, and what does that mean? So, for our listener, the story, well, that name specifically has no translation. Oh, okay. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a twist on the word Gandalepo, which you're like, that's not even proper Greek, but it's a, it's, it's a twist on like, sometimes I see him, sometimes I don't. And their story was like, our ancestor was a simpleton and he would always like be looking at the sheep. And they'd be like, hey, you see the sheep? And they'd be making fun of him. And he'd be like, I, I see him or I don't see him. Like, Gandalepo, Gandalepo, right? I see. And that's how he got his name. So, like, I was able, once I got Village Simpleton, I'm like, okay, got it. Like, no one fucking, like, had diagnoses for these people back in the day. They just, like, they just knew they were thick. And maybe they didn't have diagnoses. Maybe they were just, you know, poor and ill-educated. Oh, yes. Yeah. But anyway, back to, <laughs> back to Dominic, right? This is a cultural conversation. It is. I'm not saying I'm not saying yeah. like it's yeah. it's uninteresting or yeah. unimportant. But like in that when like what you're explaining, like these are these are traits of these people, right? That you know, they just stick. Yeah. But Dominic is like Yeah, he's weird. He's a fucking like he's weird. Weird. If if I were to give my unprofessional diagnostic, mm-hmm. absolutely spectrum based. I won't go that far because I've already said uh, I've already made racial comments about the Irish in this video. I'm so, not. It's not even. It's not even an Irish thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a specifically oh, this character. I'm saying I've I fulfilled my cancel quota. For, sure. Fair for this for this podcast. But like the way he the way he talks, especially to yeah. uh, Siobhan. Yeah. And some of the conversations that happen are just so odd. Where, so that could be. where, like, I'm like, if this was a conversation happening with like a five year old, I think it would make sense. So I couldn't tell was the was the film 
um, confirming that he was sexually abused by his father, or was he just hit? I think he was just hit. Just hit. I think that because Padraig was like mad and just trying to get like yeah. the dad angry. Which, by the way, there's a really really funny scene. Yeah, when they walk into into <laughs> Dominic's house and and dad is just like yeah sitting on the table yeah pass the, the fuck out with a handle of some sort of I'm assuming Whiskey like uh, potato based yeah. like yeah. alcohol and his dick's like hanging out his throat is in the just, air just just yeah. With his police cap on. With his police cap on, which, which I didn't see initially in the dark. Yeah, because you didn't see it, because yeah. then you said, is that his dad? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, it took me a little too long until I noticed the hat. Yeah, that. Um, but that that is when, uh, you know, that that kind of, that connection comes out. Yeah. And then you realize that, yeah, that, you know, it's the same police officer. Yeah. Which is uh, what leads to, to Patrick um, basically saying like, hey, you know, yeah. I heard a rumor that this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. The when they're talking, <laughs> when yeah. they're talking to the the gossipy lady. Yeah. Again, you're you you mentioned like this is a town, right? But this seems like this is a port. Yeah. And then there's like a few houses scattered around. It's a very small town. I mean, the extremely is full when it's full. I suppose. Yeah. But it's not a huge pub. It's not a huge pub. Um, and some of the people who come in are probably some of the students who come in from the mainland. Yes. Church is full when it's full. Church is full. Yeah. Uh, they do mention, so this does take place during the Irish Civil War in the 1923. 1920s. Yeah. Um, which for me, honestly, it took me a while to realize when it was set until they specifically showed the calendar. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't fucking know anything about Irish. I actually know very little about the Irish Civil War. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming Catholics and Protestants. Um, Maybe, but that, but because that violence like lasted so long through the late 20th century. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing about Ireland. Like sometimes, like if you think about, like I, th- I think this like ties into just a lot of the racist assumptions that we've grown up with here, living in the United States. Where like even though you know even though the Irish are a persecuted class here, like they're they're still part of like the Anglo sphere, right? Mm-hmm. So they're they're considered like part of the West and quote unquote civilized. Sure. But like they had like a lot of the same violence that fucking like Serbia did. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it, and it's not that I'm saying uh my favorite ally to the Greek people is uncivilized, but it's more of the fact you know, we I think in the US we have a very clear like distinction between people living in the Balkans or, like, the Irish, mm-hmm. when, like, you know, shit was a war zone, like, yeah. from up until recent memory, right? Yeah. So, it's kind of crazy. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so, really quick, kind of getting back to, back to the main, the main core of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So, Patrick is kind of desperate to find yeah. Like a reasoning, and I think the way that the comb also explains it to him is yeah. not doing any favors. No, because he's just basically like you're dull. But yeah, all right. So dull, yeah, okay. Dull is a bit mean, but sometimes they really just do be how it be. It do like, be how it be. <laughs> but I think the way he cut off that relationship, yeah. 
Like, look at the other people in this town. Yeah, they're not exactly. Like, I'm sorry, but like, none of them are doing anything that I would say is interesting. Well, that's the thing. He does like, they do show him having a conversation with the cop. Sure. And the cop isn't that much brighter than No. If anything, he might be dumber. Yeah. They, they do. I think they do sell the fact that like, Podrick is dim by the end. Of the he's, a bit dim. he's a bit dim. Not 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 Barry Keegan level dim, but he's no. Dim. He's just average. Yeah, and a little below average. Maybe C minus. <laughs> C minus. Fine. Educational system. Fine. Yes. Fine. 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 Uh, but at the same time, like he is nice. Right, and, he's nice, and the way Colm describes it, like he almost says, like, "Well, you're just nice," and like that's it. Yeah, and and when he's having that, you know, that drunken argument with him, he's like, "Well, what's wrong with that? Like, yeah, just be a fucking asshole." And that's where I sympathize with with Colm. Why? Or with uh, no, with Podrick. Yes, right. Like you know, I don't know. Sometimes nice is just good enough. It should be good enough. Yeah, like I would, I. I would like to hang out with someone who is maybe not like super interesting, but they are just nice. Yeah. Sometimes you have someone who is uninteresting and then they're also assholes. Yes. And then like that is not a good combination. So let me tell you a story of somebody that I cut off in my life. Sure. Who and I feel like I told you about her before. But she was nice. Mm-hmm. I will say. Um she was in my freshman biology class at college. We were like table mates. Um, and you know, like some of those college relationships, especially when you go to like a bigger school, they're just like, all right, like, we're going to be friends in Once the semester's over. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Um, which, you know what, to be fair, is kind of cruel. And I remember this girl from Venezuela who was doing a semester at DePaul. Um, she was in our class. She's like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up how like you guys like go to class and then you all just kind of like go about your own way. And you don't talk to each other. But she's like, that's not how it is back in my country. Uh, and back then, I was into libertarianism, so I was like, "You fucking commie, shut the fuck up." <laughs> but she had a point, anyway. But then this girl, like, um, this girl, I think after class ended, she's like, "Can we be for real friends now?" No, which is not like you know, not zero malicious about it, and in fact, I think a very good, honest question. Sure. And in the back of my head, I was like, "Uh," but I was like. Too pussy to say anything. And what what are you gonna say to that? Too pussy what, what, to say. what are you gonna say to that question? Like honestly. If someone asks you, can we be for real friends? The only answer there is yes. Yeah. And then the yeah. other answer is yes, but you don't mean it. Yes. Right. So that's what I did, right? And like she came out and trying to hang out. We hung out a couple times, but I was like, and I don't know. I'm not feeling it. For no, she was nice. Mm-hmm. She was nice. Um and she would, like, text, and I wouldn't text back, but, like, sometimes this shit still happens to this day. Was she texts? Yes. I got a Facebook, in, in like, friend request from this girl last month. Oh, that one? Because you mentioned someone recently. That was on Instagram. Like... That was different. Uh, so that was, oh, okay, okay. That was different. But, like, oh, Jesus, still, like, take a, like, like, take a hint. Like, I don't want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And, like... That in and of itself just sounds like a mean, a mean thing. This girl's done zero wrong to me, right? Yeah. And she's nice. But, like, sometimes you just don't have, like, emotional or mental capacity for people. But then, 
you cut off enough people in your life where you're like, oh, fuck, like, I need more people. You need more, sometimes you need more people. You need more people. So, in in this situation, in, in, in you know, Pat and, and Colm's situation, again, if, if they had shown something where it shows that, yes, they hung out, but yeah. they were not compatible, and Colm was getting irritated, and and Podges was not getting it. Yeah, that would make sense. But because there is zero context prior, yeah, to the movie, like it's just like nah, Colm's an asshole. I think there is a little hint, like Podrick's a bit too pushy. A little, like after in between the mutilations, like they're after the. I think it's the conversation where he tells him about the student. Where uh, where he's like, oh yeah, I told I told your student that uh, yeah. his dad got run over. It, it looks like there's some mending in the relationship that could happen. Uh huh. And then Padraig just takes it all the way to like he goes like zero to six. Well, okay, if zero to sixty is cutting off your own fingers, and he goes zero to forty or like zero to zero to twenty, zero to twenty. But it's a it's a zero to twenty right away. Like, but that's different though because all right, so so. Holman goes, I'm going to chop my fingers off. Yeah. Right? Then they have the conversation yeah. where, uh, you know, he he confronts Colm at the yeah. pub and he's basically like being aggressive. Yeah. And he's not being nice. He's, you know, he's calling him out on this shit, yeah. which is something that he clearly did not do before. Yeah. Right? And I don't think there was anything in that conversation that was like explicitly mean. From Padraig's side. From Padraig's side. No, like, everything I, love, seemed, I love that. Everything seemed reasonable. I love that conversation. Right? Yeah. And it's not until what's-his-face, uh, Dominic tells Padraig that, like, hey, he wanted to be your friend again when you were being an asshole. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't necessarily tell him, like, what you said wasn't bad. Well, he almost makes it like, hey, when you were being mean, he, he liked, he liked you, you yeah. more. Yeah. Which is when then he goes back to confront him Sober, yeah. and he's being an asshole. Yeah, and when he kind of gives some like positive like response to like the his slightest positive response, he goes, "Oh, just kidding, you know, I, you know, I, I, let's yeah. go back to drinking." I, yeah. I told this lie to this guy. He goes back to being like overly nice. Yeah, and that's what sets off the the final the final mutilation, like the final mutilation. Yeah, which fuck Tom, fuck, fuck him. Yeah. Uh, it's it's such a like a fuck you by fucking me yeah mentality. It would be it, it it's like one last step on the nose of like what's the phrase like biting your nose to spite your face. Sure, like, yeah. It's like literally like one step below that. He's like literally mutilating himself to get back at yeah. somebody else. I just don't. I don't know. I can't think of anything more. Dramatic than than to be like I'm gonna chop off my own appendages. No, because you're talking to me. Yeah, like I mean, maybe even killing yourself isn't as dramatic because at least when you're killing yourself, yeah, that's it. Over eventually. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, no good that they don't show it. Yeah, I don't think it needs it. No, it doesn't. Uh, it it is kind of gross to see his like disgusting like black fingernailed fingies. Yeah. Well, I would say that man should have gotten infect- infected earlier. And like, how long is this process, by the way, from beginning to end of this movie? I don't know. 
Because there are times where he's talking to his sister. There's at least two Sundays in church, right? At least, maybe? But, like, to send a letter? Yeah. And then there's at least one montage moment where it does make it seem like time has passed. A bit. But, like, his fucking hand is still, like, actively bleeding. Yeah, so I don't know how long it's So it's, yeah. it's, it's a weird amount of time. time. Time is very weird in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and then, eventually, at the end of the movie, so we have the the big climax, I guess, is after, which is kind of funny to think that chopping off all of his fingers is not the climax of the movie. Correct. Uh, it's the end of essentially Act Two. Yeah. Which leads to uh, our poor girl Jenny. Poor Jenny. Poor Jenny. Did she so girl. cute? She is cute. I I am fucking over this this trope though. I am over the trope of using animals. As pity. As, like, pity. Yeah. Because, like, that's really all there is. Yeah. And that was, and like I said to you that night, that was a tired trope back when John Wick came out. The fact that there's a, a website called Does the Dog Die? Yeah. Like, that just tells you, like, this is a trope yeah, that, like, all right, like, yeah, enough. Enough. Like. I think the one piece of variation is that it's a donkey this time. I guess. Yeah, it's but a it's a very cute, like, miniature donkey. It's a very cute miniature uh, and everybody's so mean to Jenny. Yeah. They're like, get this fucking, get this fucking donkey out of my house. Yeah. But I do get it, right? Like, that is the one thing that I feel like realistically could have pushed. Pushed him over the edge. Pushed him, Padraig, over the edge to be like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Well, it's interesting because he at least tells his sister that he's got his animals here. When she invites him to move to the mainland with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, I got my animals here. And he and she, does. And she, and I feel like she would buy that as a reason. Like, he doesn't tell her that Jenny, you know, Jenny's dead, right? Yeah. Like, we, don't have a, we don't have a clear relationship with the other, with the horse. Yeah. But, like, the horse kind of fills that void. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, there's some scenes where, like, the horse is then the one, like, looking into the window. Yeah. And they come into the house. Yeah. Um, But I do, I do get it. From from that perspective, I guess if you make your characters so nice, you yeah. need a trigger. But at the same time, like the animals, if that's the only thing that you think is going to set off your character, like yeah, maybe you need a more interesting character. Perhaps. But I don't know. Uh, by the end, I do think it was not super committed, though. Mm-hmm. Patrick was not super committed to like what he was going to do. They they do kind of play with the idea of well, if, is he going to get revenge by killing his dog, mm-hmm. or is he going to get revenge by killing him? Right. Not necessarily. Right. He says, "I'm going to burn your house down." At two. At two. Yeah. Whether you're in it or not, that's not up to me. That's yeah. up to you. But I am letting you know this is happening. Yeah. At two. So it tells you right away, like the intention is not. I'm getting revenge on you for killing my donkey by killing you. Right. He's like, uh, you killed my donkey, I'm going to burn your house. Yeah. Right? It's not murder. Right. Uh, would you have preferred if Colm had been in the house at the end? So, no. Because the ending kind of, the ending is a bit ambiguous as to whether, I think the ending kind of implies I don't remember the exact words, but it implies that like there's a chance this conflict will continue, but there's always gonna be like a chance. Right? It's it's in the comparison to the actual civil war that's I don't remember the line, but I don't. 
Mm -hmm. So I think that's interesting enough where I like that they, that he didn't kill him. And so where were you? um, I also think it's as a, as a quote unquote, nice guy, Mm -hmm. which I wonder if he could, if he would ever be the, the m'lady type. M'lady. Nice guy. Um, If you would be, or if he would be? He would be. Roderick? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think. I think Dominic would be more of the kind who would start off as a my lady yeah. and then he would say some wildly sexist shit yeah. and get shut down and be like, well, you're a bitch. Yeah. I forget when he got let down. Did he take it? Kind of. Yeah. But I think it's also because he yeah. like had been, because he was already down yeah. at that point. Like he had already been kicked out a few times. Yeah. Because like when he's having that conversation, um, with Shimon. with both of them at yeah. the dinner table, like he is being yeah uh, an asshole. Yep. After your dad beat the shit out of you, and these people welcome you to their home, yeah. Like the ball. That's when I was like, this does not seem right. Yeah. This is not just like a town idiot, right? Like this is more than that. And which his death, I feel like, was also out of the blue. But anyway, uh, well, I mean, because they had to. They had to do whatever the weird witch's prophecy was. Yeah, but that she even has an element. I don't fully understand how she works. No, has zero. Like I feel like she does work somehow, but like anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, poor nice guy. Um, yeah. So in his character for Podrick, I I think he's nice. He's nice enough. Or even if he would try to hurt Calm, he would never. Never outright to kill him. Yeah. Yes, I do agree with yeah. that because I just I don't know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I think the character like disparity mm-hmm. is kind of a little too extreme between the two of them mm. because like I if you had told me like hey these two are friends I'd be like really yeah because like it's such an age gap. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's a small town, but like there are younger people more around, you know, Colin Farrell's age than right. Brendan Gleeson's age in this town. Like he seems to be one of the oldest ones. And apparently they have nothing in common. And apparently they have nothing in common. Yeah. Right. And and that's what I'm saying. Like we needed just maybe one more scene there. Yeah. Something to fill in that blank. But at the end of the day. It's whatever. Yeah. I'm glad that, um, that you know, he took into account the dog. Yeah. And the dog was a very good boy. He was like, I'm just going to sit in this thing. And he makes aware of that right away. What he, do you mean? He uh, he actively, like, makes a comment about not hurting his dog. Yeah. yeah. He he looks at the dog. He's like, why would I hurt you? You're the only thing about him that's actually nice. Yeah. Uh, which, fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair indeed. Um, anything else? Anything that we... That we feel that we maybe need to. So branded as a comedy, or, or, or oh comedy. yes, 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 yeah. yes. So what are your thoughts on that? I know you're you're thinking it's probably a little bit different than mine. So it's funny. It has uh, it has comedic elements, yeah. right? But to me, I don't feel like that makes it a comedy. So the the like high school slash college English freshman. Like definition of comedy or tragedy at its most simple mm-hmm. is that comedy is happy ending. 
tragedy as sad. I mean, but also, isn't doesn't it also have to include like if I remember because you were talking about John Rosen class the other day. Yeah. Uh, I think I remember reading that comedy also like the main intention of comedy is to make people laugh not oh sorry to entertain or to amuse yes laughter That's, does not have to be part of it it does not it does not have to be part but of it but as the amusement yeah but right? it's, it's the it's more so the happy ending okay that was part of now this now now genres evolved since then so we don't have to adhere to those definitions fair but i think there's something essential about like Oh, and you know what? The other interesting thing about that definition is that they typically ended in marriage. So really? They ended in people coming together, mm. which this film kind of does and kind of kind does does and kind of does. So if you, I mean, if you really want to look at it from that angle, it might be an interesting take on the genre. But I think where why I was interested in the question is I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm I still feel like starved for comedy mm-hmm. on the big screen, which. We'll talk about it in our next episode. Oh, I'm excited for that yeah, one. But mm-hmm. not a comedy. I would say it's not a comedy. Yeah. It, and like we said, it does have some 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 extremely good laugh out loud moments. Yeah. Uh when he's getting into the argument with the priest. Yeah. Uh, after his confession. Yes. Uh very funny. Yeah. Uh some of the reactions that they have, you know, when they're like, Hey, you're being kind of an asshole. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, and some of the interactions with Dominic were pretty funny. Yeah. But, right. Right. you know, yeah. to class it, to even put this on, like, the genre tags as a comedy, I feel like it's not. Not even close. Not even close. No. It's, it's almost a disservice. I agree. Because you could draw in some people and be like, huh, I could watch a comedy. Yeah. Uh, no. That's You're going to bum them the fuck out. Yeah. I would... Part of me wants to call it slice of life, even though like the slicing is ironically what makes it not slice of life. <laughs> I mean, but, it. Mm, I mean, we've discussed we've discussed slice of life before. Yeah, right. And I do think this could be that. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be happy. Yeah, it's just like a week in the life of these fucking weirdos. Yeah, right. Like strange week. A strange week. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I think everything else that happens in this town is pretty much the norm. Yeah. Right. So I think it it does kind of fit this life kind of life. fit this last of life. Yeah. But anyway, uh, despite some of my like negative thoughts on this movie, like I did still enjoy it a lot from like a technical standpoint. Yes. Uh, shot on location, which does a lot of really heavy lifting for, for sure for like Seen. how nice it looks. Yeah. And it do look nice. I do look nice. Yeah. Uh, my one, my only complaint of the technical point is, man, sometimes you can't understand what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. Oh, sorry, what the feck? What the feck? What the feck <laughs> they are saying? Yeah, we just alienated our two hundred thousand Irish fans. Oh yes, in our and our, our, our millions of fans. <laughs> um, but other than that, I have nothing else to add into this, honestly. Yeah. Uh, if people want to see this, I think they should check it out. It's pretty good. You need to check it out. I think. If and when it's inevitably nominated for some sort of best something. Ah, it's gotta. I'm gonna think it's overrated, but, you know, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I, I think everything in that category will be overrated. 
I can't think of anything in this so far that I've seen this year. It's going to be that. That I'd be like, this deserves it without being overrated. But right now, you know, this and everything everywhere. Uh, people love those movies. I forget about I forget yeah, about people everything. love those movies. I don't dislike it. I just think it's a lot more mid than yeah than not. I agree. Um, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, join us soon for it's our next fun. episode. Yeah. Um, it'll be a strange one. It'll be a very, a very strange, a strange, or should I say, weird? No, it's strange, Al. Strange Al Yankovic. Yanukovych. Yanukovych. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, we'll be back with an episode on weird uh, the Al Yankovic 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 uh, story. Yeah. Uh, and. Black Panther, probably. Black Panther. Uh, we'll sneak it in yeah, sometime soon. Uh, but until then, uh, thank you for listening to the CineScoots podcast. He is... Fano, and he has to fart, and he's Javier. Oh, he does not have to fart. Bye! Bye!